Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Wash Process, the podcast where we get into the things of life, faith, creativity, and transformation all over great cups of coffee. I'm one of your co-hosts, Carter Moore, and with me as always is Kenny G. Kenny, how you doing? Hey Carter, man, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, dude, super good. I um, recently went to a coffee shop. Actually, it was a clothing store here in Portland. Wait, wait, um, wait. That had a, a clothing store or a coffee shop? Is both. Is both here. <laughs> is both. Yeah, is both. Um, we uh, yeah, we went there. It was end of day, and uh, they had a uh, they have a rotating kind of coffee setup in there. But this time there was a robot uh, doing all the coffee. Uh, literally just like a robot setup, pouring lattes. And uh, I went in very skeptical, thinking this is going to be terrible. And it was actually kind of good. I'm oh, not no. going to lie, which is like major job insecurity oh, no. for the most coveted job here in Portland. But uh, yeah, it was it was pretty tasty and surreal. That is um, science fiction stuff right there. Yeah, that's I the mean, like that's now. the future is crazy. Yeah, it was they good. say that it the robots good. are Did coming they do latte for our art? jobs. Yeah, they're they're coming for them. Did they do latte art? Yeah, it looked great. Like a heart or something, like Rosetta or it was, uh, get... I, I can't remember. I, I'll take a picture. I might put it in the show notes. Okay, <laughs> that's <laughs> wild. I don't know. I don't know if I. Um, I don't know if I support robot baristas. I don't know if I'm on that. I don't think I'm buying that T-shirt. I want. Yeah. I'm not sure I am either. I want, but it was worth the experience. I want the chance that I'm going to get a terrible latte from a human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Just laughs> it's like all that. about the risk. Yeah, that's the, where's the risk? If it's going to be repeatable at the same time, that's what I go yeah, for. You're right. You're right. That's There's amazing. no human element in it anymore. We've just stripped it back to pure ones and yeah, zeros. That's it. Which is not coffee. Not on my watch. Not Absolutely on your watch. Not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, today is, is going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, our guest today is a phenomenal person. Started his life as a history teacher. Um, but I, I don't know if you'd know that now. He's a longtime hip hop artist, spoken word artist. Started with uh, doing stuff with Humble Beast. I started listening to him like 10 years ago, um, back when I moved to the Pacific Northwest and people couldn't stop talking about him. He's done all kinds of collaborations through the years, most recently with guys like King's Kaleidoscope and Lecrae. He's an entrepreneur, coffee genius, author, speaker, a true Renaissance man, if I may say so. Today on the podcast, we got Propaganda. Come on in, Prop. What's up? Wes, Wes, how y'all feeling? Oh, we're doing good, good doing good yeah man it's quite so a, good to have you on it's quite an intro thanks oh yeah. man no well, we we're, spent we're, maybe 20 minutes writing all those words out uh, we're, we're blessed man we're blessed to have you on and and um excited to get into the conversation but um i think most importantly firstly i should say coffee you're Let's you go. are a coffee head like most people are not so i am um this is like a show designed for you so, yep. um, so we send out coffee, we handpick it for our guests, um, and Carter uh, does the honors for that. Mm -hmm. So Carter sent you this coffee, sent some to me. Carter, why don't you tell everybody what we're, what we're drinking and why we picked it for propaganda? Yeah, so we chose this coffee. It's called, uh, it's an Ethiopia, two Ethiopian, as a, it's a blend of two natural process Ethiopian coffees, Yerga Chef and Guji. It's roasted by a unknown roaster to me up until recently based in Southern California, LA area called Tulip House. When you go to their website, it, you know, you're looking for the address. It just says, ask around. Like that's the kind of place that we're dealing with is like <laughs> very awesome. under the radar. They got a playlist up there. Um, but a friend of mine up here who's done a lot of work for Snow Peak and Solomon and Hidden, um, he's an illustrator up here. He, he told me about him. He said, you know, you got to check them out. They do natural process. Ethiopia is better than anybody else that I've met. Um, so I scooped up a bag. I thought it would be really cool um, to have with prop. I, you know, I know you've done a lot of coffee collaborations and stuff, but yeah, um, I feel like you just, I don't know. I just, I got similar vibes uh, when I saw it. And so I thought, you know what, we'll order it. Um, the notes, this is the description, uh, which I think you might like. I think it's um, very flowery, but it's also like very on the nose too. So this particular bag of roasted coffee cherry seed is made up of two very rare coffees. First half is unruly, wild rock, cacao fruit pulp, extended anaerobic fermentation time of 20 days, and tropical fruit acidity. Second half is zero defect, off flake sweetness, opal apple acidity, and a nose like sticking your face in the jasmine bush at 44. 
Nevada street. Yeah. So it's a pretty fun description. Um, so yeah, thought we'd get into it. Kenny, how'd you make your coffee today? I finally got the time to make a flash brew in my Chemex. So I have got, um, some, some beautiful iced coffee here today. Um, so I took this and, and brewed it over ice. I did, um, uh, 50 grams of coffee, uh, no, sorry, 30 grams of coffee to 500 water, but I split the water. 250 is ice, 250 is hot water on top. So ice in the bottom of the Chemex. And then the typical Chemex method, the, the Joe Greer method from a, from a few, <laughs> oh, few yeah, episodes from a couple ago. Weeks ago. I'm, I'm still <laughs> using that one. And, um, and yeah, anyway, so, and so then I got this, this beautiful um, iced coffee. Just from the description, when you told me, I thought it's going to be a hot day in KC. I think it's going to be uh, good to have this one iced. So I went iced this time around. Nice. Rob, did you go hot or iced? I went hot, man. I, hot. uh, yeah, let's see. I said, now I see, now I see what you're coming with. Okay, let me see. Let me, <laughs> what did I, I did, I did We're not it playing. Twice. We're yeah, not playing around, I, man. Twice. I know this is a, uh, audio medium, but I'm going to show you what I use. Oh, yes. Yeah, love you it. Know? Love it. This is good podcasting. Uh, <laughs> I used two, two, so I did it twice because I was like, this, I, was like I opened this thing and I felt like I stuck I'm talking and you can't hear me. I opened this thing up and I feel like I stuck my nose in a blueberry. And I was like so this smell like blueberry. So I went to St. Anthony Industries, the Phoenix 70 joint. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then Ooh. and then I went and then I went the rock coffee from from the Brits. You know, nice. with very little, cool. With a little thing yeah. in the middle, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Uh so those I did the same thing like the you know, 300 grams, 500 water. Uh, you know, I went the like, you know, the 80 gram bloom and then the, um, yeah. you know, the 200 next one. But I do like the, the, the way that a leaky does it in Onyx where it's just like, shove that water in there on that second pour. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. know, don't be precious about it. You know, you want your little, you're trying to make the little bubbly yes. circle. I ain't That's precious. Nah, nah, it's like, get in there, get into the beans. So that's what I did. Uh, and yeah, man, them things was talking. So good. It was so so good. did you notice the difference between two brews? I mean, are you are you picking up something different, those different methods? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, it kind of, it was like, I mean, it's you're in the, we're way into the nerdery here. Like, cause really, no. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> it's coffee, yeah. It, it's just bomb. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. like definitely more fruit forward on one way. And the other was a little more cacao, like you said. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, and it was luckily it was a small enough, you know, portion you sent me that like it didn't gas out before I could finish it. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. both both situations were like perfect, you know what I mean? Um so yeah, I yeah, just the second was probably a little more cacao forward. That was the uh the rock coffee joint. Nice. Sorry, sorry to keep doubling down on the coffee. And I know we haven't got to Carter's method. I'm just fascinated by this. But you said gas out. There's a couple of our listeners I know are don't drink coffee and get confused when we use phrases like that. Could you just explain that for just a sec? Okay. I love Is that it. All right. Yeah, nah. So uh the bean when it's uh freshly roasted has a certain amount of co2 in it you know and that's like you know when you when you're at the shop and you see the 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 uh the the bubbles come up you know when you're pouring the thing that that's the releasing of the co2 so as the longer the longer the beans sit the less it holds on to that co2 so as it as the beans are getting older it's releasing all that co2 off so it's not gonna bubble up when you do it and that's kind of like the sort of like way to gauge um how fresh you know and how recently roasted the beans are and, and uh you know there is this like you know i mean depends on who you ask which that's what i love about coffee depends on who you ask but there's like this like <laughs> goldilocks region of you know a week maybe two weeks again depending on who you ask from like roast to brew where it's like the perfect amount and, and things is talking you know all the languages it could talk you know so it just it just it but again it's like look bet i always say best cup of coffee is the one you hold it so i'm like that's true if, if that's the one you know what i'm saying you make whatever yeah. one you want but essentially but that's that goldilocks region and so if you could it's like if you get through the bag you know, before it gets out of that region, it's like every cup is amazing, you know, but that 
means you went through that bag pretty fast, you know, and like, and that's <laughs> yeah. not always what you want to do, you know? Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. No, thanks for I, explaining that. I don't yeah. think we've used the term gas out yet. So I'm going to, I'm going to put that uh, in the show notes too, for the crew. Yeah. Uh, it's, that's, I'm into that. That's great. Um, yeah. I, you know, I took the, I took a Chemex route and normally I do the million concentric circles over the course of the time. But yeah. today I did the plunge method like mm-hmm. a high diver in the Olympics. I just went yeah. straight down the middle <laughs> after the balloon. Yeah. Um, I did, I only had 30 grams of beans. So I did about 500 grams of water yep. and um, brewed at 208 degrees. I've been really playing around with temperature lately. It's pretty hot. I did it a couple of weeks That's ago hot. at 200 and uh, too, too cold for me. So I went hot because I like how it changes over time. Um, yeah. So started off way fruitier, and now I do feel like it finishes with that jasmine, uh, almost mm-hmm. like a tea in a sense. Um, so I really like that. But yeah, it's been a fun coffee to drink, especially uh, especially how many times we've done this now, quite a few. So yeah, uh, it's yeah. been probably one of the more interesting ones we've had these chance to go through. For sure. Yeah. And probably this, you, but, but go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Kenny. Mm-mm. I was gonna say you guys you are just so nice. Launched. Uh, we're talking about coffee. You just launched your own coffee. Yeah, I'm in the cold brew that. game. Yo, Come tell on. us about it. Terraform cold brew, man. So Terraform, you know, it's been something I've been talking about for three years. Startup is a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this was kind of, the, this was always the plan. Um, so it's a book of poetry and short story all around the idea of terraforming, which is, you know, science fiction, nerdery, finding a distant planet, process of making that planet livable. It's called terraforming. So I just thought to myself, you know, earth is getting less and less livable. So what if we thought about our lives, you know, our communities, our cultures, our civilizations, and ultimately ourselves as terraforming projects. So that was sort of the, the, the dive off for um, the book, which was poetry and short story books broken up into four parts, uh, the sky, the soil, the people, and the possibility. So those are the names of those pieces. Each of those pieces are also music EPs entitled terraform the sky terraform the soil terraform the people um and as we got to this next one which is uh the soil um i knew the plan at this point was to go you know full retail on on the coffee game you know (laughs) rather than just uh i did some collabs with with onyx some like micro lots you know just get them while they're hot you know what i'm saying one i just wanted to know if i could sell coffee you know i knew i knew i could sell coffee (laughs) products you know what I'm yeah. saying? I knew I yeah. could sell coffee shops, but I was like, yeah. can I sell coffee? You know, and that, you know, kind of came around during the pandemic and it was like, oh, okay, I could sell coffee. Um, <laughs> so, and then in my mind, you know, obviously like with the the idea of like imagining, you know, a better future building the world, like if it is about terraforming, um, I know I'm getting super concept. I haven't got to the coffee yet. Uh, but um, then I'm like, when I look around at like, you know, justice and advocacy in the specialty coffee world obviously like coffee grow at the equator which means it come from brown people you know what i'm saying but you don't mm-hmm. see brown people at the table you know what i'm saying so like you know um in my mind i'm like okay look not on my watch yeah. not another <laughs> yeah. one of the things <laughs> right. that come from people of color that we right. have no control over you know what i'm saying so i stepped in as sort of an advocate and like a um sort of yeah, an advocate and like a, a connector for any like black and brown sort of roasters all across the country and allies that are down to see, you know what I'm saying, you know, a, a equitable supply chain, you know what I'm saying, yeah. uh, to see our farmers being treated right, you feel me? And and uh, and at the end of the day, I was like, man, I'm not going to roast better than the homies. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to roast better than you. And I'm like, sure. right. and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be in a place where I'm competing with people I'm advocating with. You know, so I was like, well, what's a, what's another way to do this while still fulfilling my passion? And I was like, I know it's canned cold brew. So uh, with with some of my other buddies, the homie Trey at the at Common Collabs out here, he has this proprietary way to do this shelf stable. You know what I mean? No botulism, canned cold brew. The stuff will last at room temperature for a year. You know, wow. uh, it's pretty crazy. You know, obviously the taste is going to like start degrading. Like you shouldn't drink year old anything. You know what I mean? Unless it's, <laughs> unless it's whiskey, you know what I mean? But, uh, <laughs> but like, you know, it's, he's got this like super dope, like thing that he figured out, you know what I'm saying? So um, known him for years. He was like, bro, let's, let's, let's do a cold brew. 
you know, and here we are. Mm. Dude, that's, that's awesome. amazing. Yeah. I really love the idea of thinking about how you approach it differently instead of going automatically, I have to compete. But you've really internalized this idea of Terraform in such yeah. a way that you go, if I want to be in this space, I have to do it. There has to be a solution in which I don't have to compete in such a direct way and mm-hmm. I can still advocate and I can, I can still, you know, be in, be in the space. I just love that, Absolutely. that you've internalized it that way. I think it's really cool. Yeah, man. It's like, that's what we mean. It's like, yo, if, we, if, you know, if culture is just, you know, the culture of business, the culture of specialty coffee is just made up of the people doing it. So I'm like, well, then we make the, we made it. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> right. okay, well, let's make something else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's kind of like me doing it. It's like, well, let's make something else. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what can I do to be like, to see all of us win, you know what I mean? And and I've always like tried to partner with people that are like that, you know what I mean? And, and that are thinking about other ways to do that's things. So cool. And what's crazy is like, they're very, very successful. Like, let's get down to, if we talk about like, it's still a business. A lot right. of people I know that aren't thinking in that sort of like cutthroat scarcity model way are actually like, who knew? Make money. They make <laughs> yeah. money. You know what I'm saying? money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like like collaboration and working together and finding a way where we don't have to directly be cutthroat doesn't mean it's a, a vow of poverty. No, it's right. Like that's not yeah. that doesn't anything, have to be the it's same the opposite thing. Sometimes it's, right. yeah, it's like yeah. nah, and just being upfront about it. Where I'm like, look, doc, like, hey, homie, I I got this. This the people that <laughs> this this where the bean came from. Like hit them up. Y'all you know saying like yeah. you know yeah. Yeah, I had, I remember being um, on uh, I think it was yeah it was a cruise and we were in somewhere in the Caribbean and we saw somebody processing chocolate mm-hmm. and it hit me which is a, this is a very um, white thing I'm about to say so just I know that I'm I'm aware of that but forgive you it hit me for the first thank you for the first time that like we think of the best chocolates in the world where where do I where have I always been taught that's from Belgium that's where yep. they make chocolate French chocolates amazing you like it's get that. Mayan. German yeah. chocolate, yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, well, wait a second. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> it's Mayan. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like no. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the Caribbean right now. Yes, this is where very it far actually away grows from, from yeah. Belgium. Belgium yeah. is not here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so anyway, so I think that's a, yeah. Anyway, that's a very. That's I, I understand. I mean, it's yeah. Own, it's, it's own like, type of privilege to have that realization in my early twenties. And I can appreciate that, but it is, it is very true. It's like, yeah, man. I mean, it's a product of so many years of conditioning that like, right. right. That's why I'm like, it's, we have to build this world. You know what I mean? And right. be like, no, this is the way I want you to think about this. Like, come on guys. You know, and it's, it's just, it, I mean, I had a, you know, I'm saying this to my shame having like a, you know, I didn't, when you first start drinking coffee, you don't know what coffee <laughs> is, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And then, then, then finding like out, first start drinking yeah, coffee. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then finding out like us discovered in Ethiopia, I was like, Oh, you know what I'm saying? And then all right. of a sudden, everything, it was like it was like the record, like everything slowed down. Like, ooh, wait a minute, wait a minute, you know? And yeah, then, yeah, light bulb turned on. That's awesome. Yeah, man. When it comes to talking about like uh, reforming things and kind of changing stuff, a lot of what you've done. I mean, since I first started listening to you back in like 2011, 2012 ish, uh, is done with other people in mind, like always in partnership with other people. I mean, it's hard for me to even think of many things that you've done that are not in partnership with people um, or other brands or artists. And I'm curious how you approach this. Like a lot of people, I guess, want to do it on their own and you seem to be doing everything with others. And I'm curious if that's just like always been how you've approached life Uh, in general of like, partnering with people, seeing the, you know, good in other people and what they're doing and how to bring that to life or, you know, yeah, I think that, collaboration kind of takes in all of its forms with you. Yeah. I think there's a, there's a like sort of an intuitive part. There's an altruistic part. And then there's a, just a, like a pragmatic part. I think the, mm-hmm. the intuitive part I, I, I'm realizing now, like I am, I can, I can spot talent, you know, and I, and I realize like, I do get to stuff early, you know what I'm saying? Um, I have this long list of like artists who, you know, I caught on to and was either collaborated with or tried to collaborate with. Uh, but I missed, I missed my window. And then they were like the next week on the cover of Vogue. And you're just like, well, 
well, he's out of here. You know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> so I have a, I'm like, dude, like I, or people that I'm like, I did a, I did a song with them. Like, I'm like, yo, it's still, and then like, and then the next week or the next month, these fools start catching on and taking off. People, have, people have opened for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, and I'm like, I just have this like intuitive thing. Yeah. It's just like spot talent. It'd be like, that fool's dope. You know? And the fact that like the, you know, the sort of hip hop backpacker in me where I'm like, I don't, I don't really seek out fame. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not impressed by pop stuff. Um, you know what I'm saying? So like, so that means I'm already looking in the margins. I'm looking for, you know what I mean? What's not, what everybody's not on and finding talent there. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's, but that's like the hip hop head in me, you know? So I think that there's that. Uh, and then secondly, I think there's the like, yeah, I want to see, you know, it's not, it's communal. Like, I, you know, what good is being on the top and lonely? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, that's not the way I want to live. But then lastly, like I said, the pragmatic part is like, there are people that are better than me at stuff and I'm not going to beat my head on. Like, I just don't, there's some stuff I just don't enjoy doing. So I'm like, well, you like doing that. So <laughs> you should do right. it and you do it better than me. You know what I'm saying? So like, why would I want to spend my time doing things I enjoy? So I'm gonna collaborate with somebody if I'm like, well, if that's well, if you enjoy that, you do it better than me. Like, why why would I try to? I'm not gonna, like I said in earlier, I'm not gonna do this better than you. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that's I think that's such an interesting perspective, though, because at least in so much of like street culture and music world and all this stuff, you just see collaborations happen so people can get ahead and mm -hmm. you know play off of one another rather than what you just said is like i recognize the thing that i don't have in you and you can do this thing better than me that's just something i don't see as often in yeah other man and it's like yeah it's like you're right it, it, it's definitely like a share i know what i'm bringing to the table like i know what I, that's what i mean by like in in some senses the 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 again the hip-hop head in me is like i know what i'm good at you know what I mean? And I want to spend my time getting better at that. So I know when I come to the table, like when I say, I can say with all confidence in, in, in myself that like, I'm not going to do this better than you, but you're not going to do that better than me. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I know, like, I know, I know you're not better than me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and, you know, and so there is like a sort of like a mutual. Sure. Yeah, there's like yeah. a mutual ben mutually beneficial. Totally. There is all, and obviously, I have my own insecurities where I'm like, man, if I feel like I'm not bringing something to the table, then I'm a little more gun shy to approach somebody. You know what I'm saying? If I'm like, man, I don't think I'm gonna be holding my weight in this. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, but yeah, it's definitely like the hope is that we both gain. You know what I'm saying? But like yeah. the idea of like, oh, I'm gonna attach my name to this fool so I can only get this is like, man, that's you know, that's that's lame. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. we just, we just don't move like that. And that stuff always, it never works out, you know? Right. Ever. I think too, like, you know, humility, true humility just is just aligning with truth, you know? Yeah. So like true humility isn't like, Oh, I'm bad at everything. No, it's like, this is when I'm in the pocket. I'm that's me. I'm yeah. great yeah. there. You yeah. know, like, yes, and that's a exactly. good thing. Yeah. And, um, and so like having that, so, so I guess, just to dig into this question even a little bit more, like where do you think you've done more collaborations than probably most people in their work life? Which was like general, product right? and music. Like, I mean, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, you're a, you're a collaboration machine. Before there yeah, was like man. hashtag collab, like you were already doing it, you know? Yeah, man. So, so anyway, where, where do you think, um, how much do you think like self-awareness and, and humility, like that true sense of humility, not the false humility, or do you think that that does to make a good collaboration? uh here come on in babe she's at the grocery store sorry i'm single parenting here <laughs> grab a seat um so you said where does humility come in i think again it's like like we said before it's knowing what you bring to the table and doing your own sort of like emotional work you saying hi okay <laughs> now you gotta let you gotta let your boy work okay. you know what i'm saying you can get it on the ipad <laughs> just for now until I'm done. Okay. okay. Uh, you know how it goes. Oh, you know, I our do, third man. parent, the third parent, the iPad. <laughs> right. You can judge me if you want. No. You know what I'm saying? Bro. I'm talking to your listeners. Judge me I if you it. want. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whatever they want. Yeah. Yesterday, my wife said, at an ultrasound, and she dropped off at a coffee shop while I'm working. Absolutely. Yeah, Mr. Sit down. iPad came out and yep. helped. It's your third parent. <laughs> that, that needs a... 
that needs a parent's day, you know, That's Mother's right. Day, Father's Day, and iPad day. <laughs> um, yeah, nah. Uh, but no, it's like, yeah, it's that it's that understanding of like, like you said, that true humility that like the the collaboration comes in the sense that like everybody knows, and I feel like everybody, you know what I'm saying? There's some stuff that comes with like growing up inner city, growing up the hood that you kind of like get better at like sort of recognizing certain things, but everybody everybody knows when somebody's trying to overcompensate. Like when fools are in a pissing contest and you know what I'm saying? And you just know this person as confident as they're presenting themselves is making them look insecure. Nobody want to be around that. You know what I'm saying? Um, so like I said, that collaboration ain't going to work because it's like, we can't even, I can't even get nothing done without having to like either keep, coming down on your one-upmanship like you just keep trying to one it's like we can't even get nothing done you know what i'm saying but when you have somebody like you said that like understands that like hey i'm coming in here with a full understanding of security of who i am the way i was made what my giftings are and and i don't feel less than or slighted in any way by your strengths you know what i'm saying matter of fact they excite me you feel me it's in a lot of ways, it's it's dis, dis, disarming for people because they're yeah. used to having to like defend themselves. Yeah. But when you come in there like genuinely like, look, dude, like I'm here because I want to be here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't need me and I don't need you. I want to so be good. here. Yeah. You feel me? That's and so when good, you have yeah. that, 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 that confidence in yourself to where it's like, like I said, like I'm not going to do this better than you, but that doesn't mean I don't. I wouldn't learn how to do it if I had to like, yeah. I'll take the time to do this and it'll be yeah. fine because I won't accept anything for myself. That's not at least excellent. You know what I'm saying? But that's what you already do. And I, yeah. there's, there, there should be joy there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, like you say, it, 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 it requires, you're right. It, it requires a humility. For sure. Dude, that's yeah. awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, man. Um, if it's all right, I want to kind of shift gears a little bit. Talk sure. um, some. I have a question that I'm really interested in. Um, I've been working in churches for a little over ten years now. Okay. Grew up, grew up in the church. I, mm-hmm. um, but my my parents early on had a radical conversion to Christianity. My mom and dad were both methamphetamine addicts, and my dad was a heavy drinker. And in my early years came to know Jesus in a, a big way. So mm-hmm. my life has this kind of mixed dynamic to it. Um, but in yeah. any case, been around the Christian culture, the uh, you know the white evangelical Christian culture for a long time now, mm-hmm. and, I, and there's something so interesting that happens with with music in particular, okay. and this idea of like secular music and faith based music, and yeah. what does that mean? Like mainstream music, we could call it. I don't know, um, but there's there's a particular function that happens in that world that I'm really interested to hear your take on. If that's all right, it's um, these. There's recording artists who have to play the same thing for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Like, like Smash Mouth will always play All-Star. And <laughs> yeah, Snoop yeah, Dogg, yeah. I was going to say, I was like, well, that happens yeah. to everybody. Yeah. No, I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Snoop Dogg is going to always play nothing but a G thing. You know, like, yeah. it's just, it's going to happen. Yeah. And um, those, are, those are just slices of their lives, you know? And, and I feel like there's this um, attitude that trivializes expressions of faith for people who have maybe grown so like mm-hmm. snoop dogg's a kind of an interesting kind of funny yeah. example but yeah. he came out with a gospel record he did a gospel record ago. yeah <laughs> and some of those are really good yeah like really good yeah and you got some legends on there too yeah yeah absolutely and yeah no question the, the collaborations were phenomenal yeah but but for snoop to come out with a gospel record it feels to me like it would be it was so quickly dis- dismissed as like well, that can't be a proof that they're actually a Christian because mm-hmm. of look at their earlier work and look at this. And mm-hmm. they just kind of get pigeonholed for that. But it doesn't happen. And this is no surprise, <laughs> but it doesn't happen to like you too. You know, you too yeah. has all kinds of things that are problematic, <laughs> but then they write a couple of songs that are yeah. like songs. Or like Mumford like, oh, we love them. or, you, you know, know, all but, sorts of different artists. Yeah, totally. Or, but, but DMX prays on multiple albums. He has yeah. songs that are called Prayer. Yeah. <laughs> and he pray, actually prays, you know, hmm. on his record. Um, and so I'm just interested on your take on the, the kind of the swirl of that. There's no direct question there. There's just uh-huh. kind of this like idea of faith music, secular yeah. music, 
there doesn't seem to be permission. Maybe this is the most fine, fine a point I'll put on it. There doesn't seem to be permission for an artist to grow if they started in mainstream or quote unquote secular music. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, what's, what's that like <laughs> as yeah. an artist? And, you know, I, and what do you yeah. think about all this kind of an idea? Yeah. Uh, I think I'd have to, I mean, it's a complex answer, I think, yeah. or a complex amount of thoughts, I think, but you have to like, I have to put a few caveats on there. Like, uh, I'm, I'm from the West coast. So like, this isn't, a, we don't, we're not a Bible belt state. Right. So there's a lot of like hangups that you're talking about that are, were mysteries to me. Like that's, sure. that's Southern, that's Bible belt. And it's also very white. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm none of those. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm like, I, there's right, some stuff that right. I'm like, I mean, I mean, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, also some of that stuff, again, like there's a big distinction between Christian music and gospel music. Totally. Gospel is a, a black experience, you know, that like, yeah. I, you know, in essentially any black musicians or gospel musician at some point. You know what I'm saying? Like we've, yeah. we all came from church. We all started singing in church. You know what I'm saying? So like, sure. there's a diff, there's a little bit of a, like a understanding that like most of us got our roots in gospel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as far as like, you know, sort of the, the black experience. So I think that like that line between, you know, I think chance is like probably the best example of that was like, we well, we're all church kids. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 We're murderers. Yeah, we're gangsters. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we're all church kids. We still all went yeah. to, you know, we yeah. all was in the same vacation Bible school. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, there's so there's this, like, inner city experience that might be a little different. I think what you're specifically speaking on is uh, sort of a industry and a sort of, like, conservatism question. You know what mm, I mean? Because I think sure. what you're what you're talking about has much more to do to, with a socio-political stance than it does sort of an industry or even a faith question. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, you know, it, because oftentimes I feel like, you know, as much as, you know, Christians want to believe that they're they're not of this world, you know what I mean? Or that their nose is different than everybody else's nose. You just like the rest of the country because you yeah. made up of humans. You humans like everybody else. And right. oftentimes the trends inside the church are the same as the trends in America because y'all Americans. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like, so it's, it is what it is. It's, it ain't, you ain't no different. You know what I mean? So like, it's, I mean, look, like as our politics got more polarized and ratcheted, so did our churches. You know what I mean? Like, because you're the same people. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. uh, so, so I think that there's, there's that. So when I well, so when you talk about like the sacred and secular divide, like, first of all, that, that again, that was an industry issue. You know what I mean? It was like, you needed just like politically, you needed a voter yeah. block. So I'm going to call y'all something, wrap a rope around <laughs> these people. And then I know, give them these talking points. Sure. You know, and right. if right. you listen even to like Christian radio, they say stuff like, safe for the whole family right that's not that's not faith-based no that's that's prudism that's safe mm-hmm. because i'm like because you could play a islamic muslim song that and would it's be just as clean for the whole family it would be safe for the whole family and right. it, and they would be exalting god almighty you know <laughs> what i'm saying and you wouldn't know no different unless they said allah you know what i'm saying yeah. but like so 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 my point is like you're not the industry wise, you're actually not, you're not selling me the faith. You're not, you're selling me safety. And what you mean by safety is white, white. You understand what I mean? Yeah, no, so, no, I know. You understand what I mean? So, so, so for me, it's like, they want their white people to look a certain way. And you want your black people to look a certain way, which is like white people. You feel me? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so if you start deviating from the talking points, you are no longer safe. And it's like, and I, I need you to stay safe. Yeah. You feel right. me? No, uh, I, this is not great. Christian. Sure. Yeah. You need this me is to a different stay. conversation. It's, yeah. an adja- it's, it's an adjacent it's conversation. It's an adjacent conversation. But it's you feel the me? same. No, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. And you know, you, and you obviously have your, 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 your average consumer, your average like pew seater, pew sitter that like <laughs> doesn't, that does not really thinking this complicated about it. It's like, Oh, it's Christian yeah. songs about Jesus. You know what I mean? Oh, you're not talking yeah. about Jesus no more? Oh, that sucks. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just, yeah. yeah. 
kind of that simple. You know what I mean? It's like, well, I am still talking about Jesus. Well, that's crazy because you're not saying Jesus. You know what I mean? Right. You're like, well, why do I have to say Jesus? It's just like, it's like, you're not, you're not right. really like, you're not really thinking that deeply about stuff. It's just like, I turn on this station. Right. Yeah. I'm supposed to be able to hear songs that tell me about my faith. Like, uh, what? Yeah. I don't get it. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, I'm not one that's like right. hella cynical towards the listener per se. You know what I mean? I'm like, you listen to whatever you want. That's on you. You know what I mean? Uh, but like, but ultimately you're, you're, you're addressing a systemic issue that like really is more about cultural trends rather right. than faith. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, if I, if I just think about like whatever crisis conservatism is going through right now anyway, it's just like, man, y'all don't even know what you want. <laughs> totally. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, you know? no question. It's like, yeah. we want, yeah, no, I totally get that. I think that's yeah. a, a, a fair observation. It reminds me of some of what uh, I was going through some of your older albums, um, mm-hmm. just catching back up. And you had a, a line about the presence of good art will unconsciously refine a community and poor yeah. art will do incalculable harm. Um, I feel like what you're talking about in some ways even calls back to that 10 years ago yeah. in a yeah. sense of like, you know, this quote unquote Christian or conservative or political art of like radio media yeah. t-shirts that say jesus instead of reese's all those yeah kinds of things. oh no um it's just not good art t-shirts. yeah oh no um, but what you're saying is like most people that you know they just take it at face value most people don't think critically about it or don't have the time or the energy to think about it and so it unconsciously transforms a community to the point where yeah. i feel like we're at now and kind of the reckoning that america in particular has gone through but not just over the last two years um yeah. especially around, wow, maybe we have been asleep at the wheel and maybe the things that we've been making, the things that we've been saying, the yeah. things that, you know, we've been putting out there yeah. have done in, you know, in your words, incalculable harm. Like there's no yeah. way to know it until the bell is rung, you know, yeah. and then you realize, Absolutely. wow, what is the kind of art that you're making? And so something that I've always admired about your, your work and what you've said is like, I feel like you've always spoken your mind in the moment in a way yes. that is aimed not to take down the culture, but to rebuild it in a way that um, absolutely I think brings people up with you and with it and to maybe a more right understanding um, or a reformed or a reform some of the right word, but like just a renewed understanding of who God is, of who people can be yeah. of um, or reform. I mean, we can be. No, it's not going to be like a trigger there. word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Triggered. It is. Yeah, no. yeah. Yeah. I, I, I saw no, his eyes go. It's just funny. <laughs> I was like, it's like, his reforms. History teacher brain was like, no, no, that's not what he means. Yeah, yeah. I know that's not what you mean. Yeah. You meant literally reform. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, that's true, man. It's like, I mean, because I'm a member of it. I'm a member of culture. Like, you know, you, 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 if you think you could sit outside of it and like sort of tell it what to do, it's like, then you don't understand how culture works. Like, I'm a member, you know? So like yeah. any indictment on the culture is an indictment on me. You know what I mean? And like, and again, going back to terraforming, it's like, yeah. it's building the world. You know what I'm saying? So like, I have a duty here too, you know what I mean? And, and like, and, and, you know, sort of my participation in it is like, well, I'm not going, I'm not going to ignore the obvious. Like, clearly we got an issue right here. You feel me? And I'm like, you know, running away from it ain't going to make it go away. Acting like it's not there ain't going to make it go away. You know, this is an issue. And oftentimes these issues I am directly suffering from, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, So, you know, it's like, you know, hearkening back to that, that quote, which was from Robert Henry. Let me not take Mm. him. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I got it from him. Uh, But um, what, what I'm, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. Going back to that quote is like, this is my hope that we all sort of can uplift. And I'm never like, I always describe my work. It's never, it's never prescriptive. It's always descriptive. Like I'm just, I'm describing, this is commentary. Like, look, this is obvious. Y'all don't see this mirror right here. You feel me? Like we should probably clean this thing. You know, I'm, (laughs) I'm just, I'm just, I don't think we're seeing ourselves the way we should see ourselves. You feel me? Um, Here And look, here's where I'm guilty of it. You know what I mean? There's always like my music is never like I don't really I don't do singles very well. They're always like <laughs> opus, like the records an opus. Mm-hmm. So you gotta like stick with me through the whole record. You know what I mean? And and at some point in that album, like I'm a I'm gonna get super vulnerable and and be like, mm-hmm. 
the spotlight gonna turn on me like yo here's where here's where i'm guilty you know what i mean and then hopefully coming out of the other end as something a little more uh as a sort of a charge forward you feel me yeah yeah i think that happened specifically with the song mars on terraform yes people. <laughs> to the people that's terraform. the sky the sky yeah. sorry yeah and um yeah so i just remember listening to that album all the way through and by the time it got to mars i was like uh, so I, sh- I stopped at the stop what I was doing. I think I was yeah. mowing the lawn. I was like, I'm going to stop for a second. Just yeah, it's a great time to listen. So anyway, dope, I think Thank that's, you. that's a real, no, absolutely. And that's yeah, a, man. that's a real thing that you not only talk about, but, but exhibit in your, in your music for sure. I mean, you, Thanks, you, you described one time in an interview that um, you tend to make, some people make music about the sun and you make music about what the sun shines on. There it is. And, yep. I, and I loved mm. that idea of like, just because, you have a deep and a real faith doesn't mean you have to make worship music for a, for a gathering. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, man. I wouldn't be good at it again. I'm <laughs> not good at it. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. it's, I, I think that's what goes back to kind of wrapping up a little bit. I was thinking, um, you know, I, I write down all the artists and albums and movies and things that I do at the end of each year that I listen to that I really like. And as I've reflected on the last five, tw- uh, seven years, I've thought a lot about the music that is, typically push me more in my faith and what I believe isn't worship music, maybe no. 10%. It's typically hip hop and rap and kind of spoken word. I think back yeah. to like Lecrae's Anomaly. I think that was one yeah. of the first albums yeah, from like a, great a, album. a, a faith-based artist that like pushed me. And I still listen to it when I like ride my bike or when I go running yeah. and I think, man. And then even recently, um, Derek Minor has had some stuff that's yeah. been really powerful for me um, just around even like, you know, in 2020, when I think a lot of people, especially white people, were reassessing their relationship with the black and brown communities and just, yeah. you know, their experience in general with racism, it made me think a lot about, man, how have I unconsciously treated people? How, you know, have I thought about people that are not like me having grown yeah. up in a town where there was literally like zero black people in the yeah. mountains of Colorado? <laughs> To then moving to like Oakland, where the start right. of you know yeah. EHM took place in a lot of ways, and there's right or not riots, but like protests, and just a lot of emotion outside of our office. And you know, mm-hmm. you're looking down, and you're like, "Ma'am, I don't come from this experience." And so, yeah, how can I learn about this experience? And I think music, your words, and so many of the crew that you run with have been pivotal in helping me understand not just like how I think about it, but how Christ also would view other people, the experience of where people come from. So the work that you're doing is not only, I think, enjoyable, but it's it's prophetic in many ways. Man, thank you. Yeah, and helpful. And it it may, and it may not be um, prescriptive, but it is a handhold for some of us to grab onto. So, um, so for people like, of course, yes, absolutely. You're welcome. But, but, and, but more than that, we're, we're like, I'm just like, I don't know. You know, keep heralding it, it heralding <laughs> yeah. it. Please yeah. keep doing it because yes, because you know we, my I'm white. My wife is white. Our kids are white. That mm-hmm. that's where we exist. And we've yeah. had we've tried to have so many conversations lately. I mean, like during 2020, we didn't know what to do. We have little kids. My my oldest now is four, so he was two. We're about to have another. We just purged every child's book that that didn't yeah. have a brown person in. It. We <laughs> yeah. literally just took yeah. everything off the shelf and said, if it doesn't right, have some kind over. of a thing, yeah, yeah just like. And, you know, and, and in the process of that, we found there was a grieving process because we found this one book that was given to us by somebody we love, somebody we care about, well-intentioned, but it was a Jesus book. And Jesus was white. All the Christians were white. The only person who was slightly not white, but not really brown, just slightly not white, was a poor kid that the, that the kid in the book was supposed to give something to, to make him feel better. Yep. And I was like, and my wife was like, but so-and-so gave this to us. And I said, listen, if we've really been called to do this, like to try and create a culture yeah. in which we, we, it's different. I mean, terraform, I don't even know how to put words to it because I'm still learning in so many yeah. ways. And um, I hope this story doesn't sound like, I don't know, self-aggrandizing or anything. It's no, just that it's, we were, it's that but it was like, step. we have to yeah. really do it, you know? And so we've taken small steps like that, but, um, but you know, some of us, including myself and, and don't know where to start. And so sometimes things come through in, in music or, or art that you produce or other people in your, st- in your same stream. And it is so helpful um, to thank be you, able man. to start to take responsibility and, and make some moves. So thank you. I really appreciate that, man. Yeah. Thank you. And I'm, um, yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. Purge it. 
<laughs> there's a lot of books. Like, there's so many. That's the other thing. Yeah. It's like, you don't realize so many books with like beautiful children from around the world. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. All over. Oh, there. There's so many. Yeah. Yeah. That teach amazing concepts yeah. uh, from everything from the natural world to faith. It's, it's, it's yeah, all of a it. lot of beautiful stuff. So, uh-huh. anyway, it's great. I love it. Well, probably, I know we could, I mean, we could talk for a long time. Um, yeah, dude. And I think we, we probably would if uh, time permitted, but. Yeah. Um, and we all have some places to be and stuff. But one thing that we do at the end of each episode is we ask each guest a series of rapid fire questions. We don't okay. tell the guests ahead of time. I mean, maybe if you've listened to a previous episode, you might know what's coming. But okay. uh, chances are um, Kenny mixes up the order of them and stuff. Anyway, okay. So it's really just the first thing that comes to your mind. So, Kenny, I'll let you take it from here, man. Yeah, yeah. So, so the idea is that the questions don't have to be short. They should just okay. – we're just trying to get genuine off the top genuine of the head answers. reactions. Okay. Yep. All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. What's one thing in your life that you need to throw away? Oh my God. Uh, dang. Um, I got a pair of shoes I need to chuck. Are you just <laughs> holes in the bottom or what? Yeah, man. Just let me go, bro. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Pro- professionally speaking, if you weren't doing what you're doing now, what would you want to do? Uh, some sort of like space science astrophysicism or oh. I'd be looking for planets <laughs> studying photons amazing cultural anthropologist or cultural anthropologist and I'd just be like at a, like a dig site in like northern Iran you know oh that'd be rad uh, <laughs> yeah looking for like tools or something from, yep. yeah that's rad <laughs> alright what's your favorite word sternocleidomastoid you're gonna to have to explain. My that. wife loves that word, and she's no. a nurse. But like, yeah, it's a muscle. She, yeah, she loves it's the muscle. It's we the muscle. Yeah, she was talking about it. Yeah, it's it, if you think about it, it's flat mastoid and sterno is in your sternum, and then clado because your clavicle. So your sternocleidomastoid is that muscle that connects you. It's, yeah, obviously, if you love think about this it. Episode. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous, but it is. That's great. From art school. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's your least favorite word? Oh man. Um. Probably it's the phrase. I have a least favorite phrase, which is, hey, dad, I have a question. (laughs) (laughs) Because that means you're going to ask me something that I don't already said no for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Or it's going to require me to get in the car. It's going to require me to spend money. Money. Yeah. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You done made plans. And haven't told me yet. And and, and that required me. (laughs) Yeah. Without ever telling me, and now you in a hurry. Right. And I'm like, how long have you known this? Oh, okay, so your plans require me. <laughs> you Don't you think you should have asked me before you made these plans? Yeah. What, what if I'm busy? I'm busy doing nothing. That's my plan today. Right. My plan is to do nothing. I got plans. Yeah. So, hey, dad, I have a question. Yes. Yeah, you about to ask me for some food. Like, if it's my, my six-year-old, you about to ask me for some food I done already said no to. You know what I'm saying? You right. didn't already asked your mama and she already said no. And now you're going to come to me. You know what I'm saying? Or your mama done said yes. And now I'm now I'm the bad guy. Hey, dad, I have mm-hmm. a question. It's my worst, least favorite phrase. Yeah. yeah that's great. I, yeah. I think so. <laughs> All right. Without trying to be clever or cool, what's an album you love start to finish? Radiohead, Kid A. Ooh, wow. that's such a immediate such answer a too. Album. Without even thinking, that's what I'm like. Wow. I was, I was like, Incubus Morning View. Can't. Oh, that is good. Top to bottom, yeah. ninety three till infinity. Souls of Mischief. Top to bottom. See, I love this because going back, calling back a little bit to what you were talking about, how you build your own albums as like cohesive journeys all the way yeah. through from start to finish. I yeah. love this question and I love those answers because it just fits. It just that's fits. what they like, are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Kid A for sh- I mean. And the fact that, like, immediately, it's because that's what I think about. Like, yeah. what do I like top to bottom? Yeah. Yeah. Because they thought about every experience. Every second of that album is thought about. Way yeah, start far ahead. at the top. Start yeah, at the absolutely. top, end at the end. Yep. Right. So good. Uh, awesome. Okay, so uh, what's your most memorable coffee experience? Oh, man. The back of this house in a village in Ethiopia, a traditional ceremony. I bought, lady had a little front store. I bought some incense from her and I just was like, I'll oh, keep the change. But apparently it was like a hundred dollars in change, you know? <laughs> and uh, 
And she's looking at me because, I mean, it turns out like I did my DNA test. I am Ethiopian, but I didn't know. You know what I mean? But she's looking at me like, why don't you speak the language? And I'm like, I'm from LA. And she's like, <laughs> come on to the back. Like, no, you're one of us. So like, just totally wow. like, yeah, it's my first time in Ethiopia. So there was, there was that. Uh, I, have a, oh. I have a side story that's not mine, but most interesting experience with a cup of coffee was this guy, he's passed away now. His name was uh, Raleigh uh, Rickard, Richard. He was a like production dude. Older gentleman, just older, elder statesman, just salty earth kind of guy. He goes, filming this thing, he's like, yo, the best cup of coffee I've ever had was when I was kidnapped and held hostage in Uganda. Anyway, what? so we're gonna do that. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> he, was, he just went on. What just is like breezes over it? And I'm like, okay, wait, the point down of the story that. is the coffee. <laughs> Not that you was kidnapped and held hostage in Uganda. And then he went on and told the story and he was just like, yeah, so while I was being held there for ransom, they gave me a cup of coffee. It's the best cup of coffee I've ever had. Because he thought he wasn't going to have another one or because he was it just was like, just like genuinely, Ugandan, a good genuinely Ugandan good coffee. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. If that's the most interesting part of that story, I don't, we don't live yeah. in the same economy of no, storytelling. Like, like, okay. You win, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for oh, real. Man. Holy cow. All right. Well, hey, that's the last question. That's uh, there it is, man. That's the way to wrap it up. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for awesome. having me, guys. Oh, dude, yeah. thanks for being here. It's been a joy. And uh, we wouldn't be doing it justice if we didn't, you know, make sure that we didn't let people know where they could find you. I imagine most people listen to this already follow you. But for those that don't. Those that aren't, uh, yeah. Where, uh, where can they get your book? Where can they get your Man, cold brew? Where they keep everything, up with you? Yeah, everything's at prophiphop.com. It's prop and then hiphop.com. That's also my socials. Everything's cool. prop hiphop. Uh, terraformcoldbrew.com. But you can click there from prop hiphop. But yeah, man, Amazing. get some coffee. I'm, I'm, it's good. I <laughs> I was nervous, man. Like you run oh, 5,000 yeah. cans of something and then you're like, what if it's what if it's bad? Mid. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, it's what do I do if it's mid? And I was like, okay, it ain't mid. It's good. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that'd be worse. Yeah. Worse than bad. Yeah. Worse than bad is like mid. Because if it's bad, you could be like, oh, we did something wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's mid, you're just like, oh, that's well, it. Here it is. Oh, yeah. Yep. I love that yeah. slogan. Get some coffee. It's good. There it is. That's Easy. It. That's the tagline. Yeah, that's all you need to know. It's good. Yeah, it's good coffee. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Thanks well, so much. Appreciate y'all, yeah. man. Yeah, we'll uh we'll meet talk we'll talk soon. All right, fellas. The Wash Process is produced by me, Kenny G, and it's written by myself and Carter Moore. Special thanks to Radiant Church, Kansas City, for letting me use their studio. The song you're hearing is called Spirit Blossom. It's by Roman B. Love. Carter is a photographer and writer based in the Pacific Northwest, and I am a youth and young adults pastor here in Kansas City. You can find us on Instagram at The Washed Process, and our website is thewashedprocess.com. Check out our show notes for more information and to see the coffees that we had today. Thank you so much for listening.